have been a problem if you would have remembered the piece of equipment. I know. That you took from here. But here That's we okay. are. That's okay. Did you I, record anything this week? No. Did you watch the video I sent you about recording things? No. But it is saved. Damn it. I opened it into. I, I watched it. I watched the whole thing and I thought of you. And I then op- I was like, Migs needs to see this. I opened it onto uh, YouTube. And so I it's in your history. Or did you hit watch later? I hit it to watch okay. later. Yeah. So it's there. And it's going to be watched because, okay. yeah, it's I'll very. It makes me feel like I could do it. So if I feel like I could do it, and and you having a level of expertise or some skill set already, I think you'll you'll be a plus gravy baby. Yes. If only I could have a a beautifully handsome young man. Uh, Sorry, I'm not available. Dang it. Okay. <laughs> well, that was that is who I was talking about oh, for so. sure. Welcome to the tight end with Miguel. It is a podcast at the intersection of, well, kind of sports and pop culture. Pop culture, for, for sure. We still talk yeah. about pop culture. I'm your host, Andrew. With me, as always, is my esteemed co-host, the most beautiful man in the world, Miguel. Miguel, how are you today? Um, I'm doing, I'm edging. This no. is how we started last week, too. I know. Did we, did we really? I literally said it last week, this is a, a podcast at the, uh, at the intersection of edging and pop culture. Perfect. Okay. Well. Because I don't listen to my horrid voice. I've tried. I did um, the under, I think it was the underwear episode. The episode where we talked about underwear. That, un- that was a good, that was a good underwear I was about to say. That was a good episode. Um, I tried to listen to myself and I realized, you know what? I hate my voice. You just, that's a hill you got to climb. It's and I one, have to get over you it. You got to get over it. Yeah. Um, in the early stages of me recording music for myself, I felt the exact same way. And it just took hours and hours of me having to listen to myself to realize that that's just how you sound, buddy. Yeah. So here's the thing is in my head, I think that I sound like Scarlett Johansson voicing Ka in the live action uh, Jungle Book. But in reality, you sound more like Charlize Theron in the movie Monster. Okay. Okay. So that's rude. And I don't appreciate you it. Don't, you don't resemble Eileen Warnos at all. Okay. I think I look more like Charlize. I would, yes. That's like a, a white South African. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree with that. A child of apartheid. No, not, nothing problematic there. Oh. Is this some history stuff? Yeah, yeah. Are we going like to get the entire, history? It's like the entire history of South Well, not the entire, but the, like the recent history of South okay. Africa. You might have heard of a man named like Nelson Mandela. You ever heard that name? I haven't. You've never heard the name? I've okay. heard of Nelson Mandela. I honestly believed you for a second, and no, I was going to have a forced shot of espresso rage on you. I am juiced with caffeine right now. You're, uh, you're ready to hit the gym. I am. Do you know that there are um, a lot of uh, bodybuilders? Uh, I think they have a different word for it. Uh, that some of them like it's like a fancier version of bodybuilder but there are bodybuilders that just do shots of espresso instead of taking um that doesn't surprise me a lot of pre-workout has caffeine in or it. like black coffee yeah a lot of a lot of pre-workout has a lot of caffeine in it yeah so you're ready to go do you you're ready to go lift a, th- a 350 rep situation i'm not sure i know exactly what that is yeah. i have never been to a gym you've never once been to a gym no what about in school that doesn't count as going to a gym. But that w- it was a gym. It's a it was gymnasium. The gym. It's a gymnasium. I've never been to a third party gym. Okay. I'll say it like that. <laughs> is that clear enough? Yes. Like, did we um, get pedantic enough for that to be a, a yes. satisfactory Okay. Answer? Are you talking to me about being pedantic? I would never Are be Are you <laughs> would never the be king of pedantia talking to me <laughs> about fucking pedantic? I want an official title that's the Lord of Pedantia. You're the fucking king. You're goddamn right. Yeah. Of Pedantia. That's it. I love that. Good. I am going to put that in my work we're making, uh, email bio. We're making merch. King of Pedantia. Uh, <laughs> That's your... I am... It's just you. It, it'll be like a little cartoon picture of you on top of just a bunch of like books with like <laughs> Webster's and like other thesauruses or things like that. Yeah. I do. I do like being pedantic because there's a lot of... You, there's a lot of humor that can come out of You don't have to tell us. Yeah. This podcast is, if anyone needed proof, we would just point them here and say, listen to any of the 23 episodes prior to this episode, and you could understand where Andrew is, why Andrew is pedantic. Um, we had a listener recently tell me that um, it, was, it was meant as a genuine compliment, but if we were in high school, it would definitely be a backhanded compliment, Sure. which was, Andrew, um, I didn't realize you were so intelligent. And I was like, oh. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm not presenting myself in that way in my regular life then enough, yeah. apparently. 
I like to watch Trixie and Katya and Trixie talks about this and it's really, really funny because I don't think people know this. Like, I don't think people genuinely, I think that people have probably heard their parents say these types of things so often that they don't realize this is actually not a compliment in any way. You're actually backhandedly complimenting me. This was 100% a compliment though. Like, right. Like, like, and genuine. But that's what I mean is yeah. like, phrase it differently. It's like, you are like, so intelligent. Sorry, you know? I come off like Joe Dirt in my uh, casual one-on-one conversations. And yes. Then, um, on here, I turn into Albert Einstein, apparently. Well, to be fair, David Spade is very intelligent. He is, yeah. I like I'm David. just kidding. I don't know that. I, I think he is. He's navigated the world pretty well. I think he's done well for himself after, even after Chris Farley passed. I used to Little watch... Dicky was a bit of a miss. Is that the name of that movie? Early 2000s. Yes. It's like a spoiled, it's like a Richie Rich story almost. Yeah, and he plays a little kid, but he's 40. Yeah, that, was, that movie was a little strange. Yeah. I'm going to tell you about this. Uh, I'm going to admit to something else, which these these admissions come back to bite me in the ass when I admitted that I thought Steve Buscemi was kind of hot. Not hot. Cute. You know what? I'd go on a date with Steve Buscemi. Sure, sure, sure. Well, he's I, interesting. I don't know. I keep looking up here because I want to make sure that I'm I'm talking. You're doing. Stop getting. You're getting in your head about it. You're I'm fine. in my head. Fuck. You're I got to get out of my head. Okay. Oh, probably not blowing air into the That's okay. here we are that's all okay. right um okay let me set the scene about steve buscemi i would go on like a coffee date with steve buscemi i'd let sure. him kiss me on the cheek at the end of the night he wouldn't be coming up for sure i'm trying to think of a female equivalent for myself that would be comparable um dame helen mirren i would 100 go on a coffee date with helen mirren okay. but i also might smash really i don't know Who helen knows? Mirren. What, what if we hit it off on the coffee here's date? the thing though helen mirren would probably be great in the bedroom, I think. If you look at her, okay, okay. If yeah, you yeah. look at her, she's a little bit of a freak because her acting, she can, she can, she can turn it really quick. Like she can become a villain in movies very easily. Sure, sure, sure. And I'm like, to possess that kind of ability in your day to day life, you have to have something to pull from. You know what I mean? One hundred percent. Unless you're Meryl Streep. Yeah, then you're just. And I don't want to think about Meryl Streep having sex. I've just never thought of it, and I don't want it. I don't want to but think about it. But now you are, listener. Congratulations. But now you are, yes. And, I, and I'm and i never going to. I just don't want that image in my... I think of... Now I'm thinking about it. I Thanks. think of her as a saint. I'm, I'm still not thinking. I refuse to let my mind go there. It's not so. bad. Gross. Don't talk about <laughs> it. Don't do it. Don't do it. She's like my grandmother. Don't do it. So, here's the thing. Um... This this relates to David Spade. It's just a very long-winded way of getting okay. there. Um, this podcast having a runaround to get back to a topic? Never. Um, I one time admitted to Liz, who I used to work with at Lash Lounge. Shout out to Liz. Yes. Liz likes to listen. Hello, Liz. Hello, Liz. Um, that I think Jim Carrey is hot, and I would bang Jim Carrey. I mean, he dated... Jenny McCarthy, who, despite her anti-vax craziness, is extremely hot. Um, she is hot, like uh, extremely hot. But here's she's the thing: she's a fucking lunatic. Sure, but she's hot. Here's the thing. Ooh, I think I also just vocal fried for the first time on this show, and I don't think uh, I like that. Oh, I love. I might have to. I might have to auto tune that in post. I love I, a vocal I, fry. I hate it. It's my favorite. And I feel like I'm doing it, and I can't stop doing yeah. it, and it's going to be stuck in my head. Stop. You stop doing it because I'm doing it because of you now. No, it's all right. Oh, I love it so much. I wish I could talk God, like a valley girl you're all the time. You're the biggest fucking weirdo, dude. You I like the strangest things. It's I, so bizarre. Dude. I love vocal fries. Um, and I love Australian. Those are like my two things that I wish that I could have. If I could like pick an accent right now, it would be Australian. I would just be I would just speak in an Australian accent for the rest of my life. You should be listening to Bunta Vista because you'll get your your dose of Australian accents on a very but, very funny show. But I want like a Nicole Kidman Australian, like one that's kind of been beaten out of you a little bit, because um, I don't want it to be obvious. I want people to be like, "Is he maybe British?" But like trying not to be, and it's like, "No, I'm Australian." This is oddly specific. Yeah. This is an, a weirdly specific like vocal fantasy that you're having. Oh yeah, I have weirdly specific okay. vocal fantasies, okay. and I also want a vocal fry. I want to sound like a valley girl from from the valley. That actually makes total sense. I I love as, a, as opposed to a valley girl from somewhere else. I don't know, just a va- just a valley girl because there's like different. There's little different. Here's the thing: is the is, valley Simi Valley? Is that the valley? 
I don't know. I couldn't tell you. I just know it's Valley Girls. Like north of Los Angeles? Maybe. I can't. What's the other valley? I don't know. There's there's many valleys. We're in the Treasure Valley. Well, this is a specifically like a near Los Angeles uh, valley right. situation. Right. I'm not sure of You could the... be a Canyon County. Or you could be a Treasure Valley. You could be a Treasure Valley girl. I don't know. Yeah. That sounds bad. Yeah, yeah. That All sounds like need... I need a lower back tattoo. <laughs> and uh, in an RV full of meth. Mm. Oh, speaking of the, no, uh, no, no, no. there's been a uh, small RV parked next to my work, like not directly next to it, but a sure. little, like there's some apartments by my work and then there's a dirt lot across from them. Yeah. And this guy's definitely just been living there for like the better part of a year, just in this RV across, in this dirt lot. Is uh, that allowed? No one's ever, no one's ever been there. Like I see him, like he has like camping chairs set up outside. He's got a generator and shit. Like he's legit just living in this dirt lot. Does he have a car that he drives off? No, in? no, no, no. He has he- a bike. Oh no. Um the other day I'm going to work and um I'm pulling up and I'm seeing a lot of like a lot of black cars and I'm like that's really weird. Straight up six Nam PD surrounding the motherfucking thing. You know exactly what was going on in Meth. that RV. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. For sure. Oh that poor man, he's in jail. Yeah, and he was just trying to get his bread, you know, he's trying to stack that <sighs> paper. He was on his hustle and grind, Sigma mindset. Here's the thing. This is what we said in the last episode. If you see something you don't say Same something. Nothing. Walk away. No, like I talked about it with my UPS guys because we were, we, we, me and him were like, that dude's definitely making meth, right? And my UPS guy was like, oh yeah, bro. For sure. Was God, I, gonna I call, would have gone and supported was him. I, gonna, as long, I mean, it didn't blow anything up. He's fine. Right. My uh, grandparents in St. Paul had the uh, meth lab blow up directly next door to them, which was scary. Yeah, that is scary. Oh, speaking of St. Paul, I want to give a RIP to uh, St. Paul legend passed away today, uh, Mr. Louis Anderson, famed comedian, um, legendary comedian. Stand-up comedian Louis Anderson. I don't know who this is. Uh, you would know him if I showed him to you. He had I know. Cart- I know Louis. He had a cartoon. Well, he had a cartoon in the early two thousands called Louis, and it was very funny. Okay. Um, he's from. Who's the other Louis guy? What's his name? CK. Yeah. Yeah, that one. Yeah, we don't talk about. He's been canceled. I think a- apparently effectively because I, he hasn't come he back. He just released a new special. Like, Did he really? Three weeks ago. Yeah. It's only he, what um, for like the last. I'm pissed. Before he I'm got just before he got quote unquote, I don't. I honestly think that uh, it was a little overkill. What happened to him? Sure. Uh, that's just my opinion. If you have a differing opinion, that's fine. I respect it. Yeah. Um. He's one of the best comedy, like the best comics of uh, his generation. Um. His show, it was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Um. His specials were okay. Um. But he was doing this thing where he stopped releasing specials to like HBO and Netflix and stuff, and he was just selling them through his website. Right. And he's got he released this great show with Steve Buscemi called Horace and Pete. Um, was this pre cancellation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I have it on a hard drive. I might. Uh, I just got a thumbstick. I might uh, lend it to you. It's only like eight episodes. Oh. And it's incredible. Okay. It is um, hilarious and also like torturously sad at the same time it is oh, so good and steve buscemi, I love that. steve buscemi is amazing and well as steve buscemi always is, right you so can't fail he's very sad but he's the, a sad guy maybe i'll load it onto a thumb drive for you so you could watch it you know you know what steve Bus- buscemi gives me he gives me willem dafoe but like the ugly version w- um he's the ugly version of willem dafoe because i think willem dafoe is the ugly version in this in this scenario you think Willem Dafoe's uglier than Steve Buscemi? One thousand percent. What, dude? Willem Dafoe is fucking scary looking. Yeah, but kind of hot. No, no, no. Here's no. how I think. Of, here's where I think back to Willem Dafoe, though. Because here's the <laughs> thing, I don't, I don't have a lot of uh, experience with Willem Dafoe. I wish I did. Um, but the thing that I go back to is him being James Franco's dad. And also in the Spider Man in the Green Goblin. Yeah, that's right. Um, which is hot on Twitter. Like I want to say three weeks ago, there was this this. He was in like a CVS or something, and these guys run up to him and do a fit check on him, and he's dripped out. He's got, I think he's got like a Balenciaga jacket, and um, he's, we- he's wearing like a Versace t-shirt, but he knows what, he doesn't know what any of it is. So they're like telling him what he's wearing. He's like, yeah, just my, my kid picks out what I wear. It's fine. Oh, And I was like, that's endearing. That's but precious. He was, he was like dripped the fuck out. Uh, I can only imagine but he he's didn't give a shit. rich as fuck. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. He was oh, looks Willem. terrifying though. I still want to watch the lighthouse. Maybe I'll watch that tonight. You should. I did. I watched. I think I watched it, and I remember thinking it was very good. I just know there's one scene apparently where they're fucking a mermaid, 
Don't tell me anything about I it. I don't. I don't recall the movie. Okay. If I'm being honest, <clears throat> you know me. I have bad movie retention. I can't. I, I don't remember a lot of shit. I mean, this is why you watch them so much. Yeah, like, I think you that's can why watch I, movies over and over again. I do. My mom cannot. Um, I love it. Like I'll. I'll. I've probably seen Clerks. I want to say three hundred plus times. I'm thinking of comedy movies that I've watched multiple times. Because I I tend to watch. I'm a I'm a watcher of things that I'm like inspired by. Sure. Does sure, that make sense? Sure, yeah. So I watch a lot of things for their clothing. Did you ever? Oh, well, this wouldn't be up that alley. Did you ever watch the movie The Room with us? No. I think that's one that you would watch multiple times because it's every time you watch it, you see you catch on to more and more absurd things, and I think you like that sort of thing. I do. Like, there's one 17 second scene in that movie where he goes into a flower shop that is one of a the most insanely bad pieces of cinema of all time, but also one of the single most complex interactions I've ever seen written down on paper. Like it's 17 Hmm. seconds and every second is full of what the fuck is happening. It's 17 seconds long. I would watch the movie. Okay. I'll show you. Am I the most excited about this movie? No, but I will watch. I think you're going to find the guy weird hot. I know who he is. Uh, whatever uh, we saw we so or Tom whatever. Wiseau. In this movie, though, he's pretty cut and he's wealthy. He paid for this money out of pocket, or he paid for that movie out of pocket. Like seven I mean, million. I fuck James Franco for sure. Well, James Franco well, is traditionally not any, hot. Not, he's not traditionally hot. No, I he if was. you break James Franco down, he's not really hot. His face is fucked, first and foremost. It is very uneven. Like, he shouldn't be attractive. I just think the way he carries himself and the fact that he's, like, somewhat... Int- he makes himself seem interesting, but he's, he's what I... In my opinion... He seems like a person who wants to be interesting, so he does everything he can to seem interesting. I get, yeah, I understand that vibe. Douchey. Yes, I, I get where you're coming from. He's there. he's a big douche canoe. Um, well, uh, just it always comes back to me telling you that he made the movie Palo Alto to just reflect his real life. And can I tell you, I did like that movie. Um, and I, liked I watched it because of my fascination with Emma Roberts, and I thought it was okay. I love Emma Roberts. I love her so much. I wish that she was a better. Uh, well, I do wish she was a better actress than she is. She could, I, yeah, we've talked about this though. She gets typecast. She's a one note. Yeah, character. but here's the thing: is if you can't do anything more than be one note, then what are you going to do? I mean, is she going to be able to do it now that she had to quit all the cocaine? Is she going to be able to keep that that mean energy up? Because she was like, like all of the blind items about her was that she fucking loved. Well, before she had a baby, she right. fucking loved cocaine. Some people keep doing cocaine while they have. They're pregnant. I think you should. I think it makes your baby faster. Nope. I think that's, that's I think nope. that's medical fact. Mm-mm. That is not how it works. I think your baby comes out and it can run a marathon. I think that's how you breed Olympians. I, death, I think, is what it leads no, no, to no, to no, the no. child. No, no. I think it just makes them fast. Ah, nope. And then they talk a lot, a lot about nothing that nobody cares about. Uh, this is strongly not endorsed by the podcast or Miguel. Or just I don't know. I've never had a cocaine baby. I couldn't tell you the reality of having a cocaine baby. I think we've heard enough to know that it's not. It's not a good idea. Don't do I, drugs. I don't, know. don't drink. Don't do drugs. Don't 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 drink coffee. Coffee's it's it actually helps them not develop. Good. They stay smaller for longer. It's like buying a teacup dog. Nope. Maybe that's what you I, want. No. Don't get into teacup humans because. I mean. You know my. You know what? We're not gonna get there. I'll get, <laughs> I'll get canceled. And it's not a it's not a weird sexual thing. Don't, no one go there. It's a fascination. I'm, oh yes, 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 yes. But yes. we're not, we're not even gonna. I think people are already inferring about what you're talking about, so you're already, ha- you're already halfway out there. Uh, I know, but we're gonna keep it. We're gonna edge them right there, and we're gonna. That's it. That's all you get. Okay, to finish this out, I think Jim Carrey's hot. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. We're 20 minutes in. 20 minutes in. We're almost just getting half, to almost the, half done. Yes. Uh. Liz would constantly make fun of me for liking Jim Carrey and people would be like, what? I think Jim Carrey's kind of cute. I think Jim Carrey's hot. I think. Also, I think funny gets you a long way. Well, you say that, but then you ask why Pete Davidson is dating Kim Kardashian. No, I understand that. And I understand it's the funny and and the hog. He's got a, he's got a good personality from what I understand. Right. But um, is he ugly? But you know what? Actually, I don't think. Let's say this. My client was asking me this week. She's like, people keep talking about how ugly he is and how he's not good looking for her, for Kim. But 
if you were to objectively, you have to take everything away from this, okay? You got to you we got to look at this completely objectively and remove all celebrity from this. Okay. If you look at Travis Barker and you take away all the tattoos. Yeah. He's a pretty generic white guy. He's a generic ass white man. But we are treating I also, I also this relationship think, like he's and maybe a god. this is maybe this is recency bias, but I don't think Travis Barker's that hot. And this could be just because I've seen him more and more recently as opposed to what I am used to seeing of him in my mind's eye, which is me um, viewing it at, through the eyes of like a 14-year-old. And Blink-182. Yeah, yeah. When you attach music to anyone like that and they're great at what they do, it, you know, well, I don't know if he's a great drummer. But Travis Barker's a fucking amazing drummer. Okay, well, I, I, I know he's great at what he does. I just don't know in the grand scheme of things. You yeah, know what I mean? He's very well respected in that regard. Right. Kobe Calais wrote that great song, but in the grand scheme of things, she's a horrible... Oh Bubbly, um, but that <laughs> I don't know why yeah, that's the first that, song. I'll tell you. I'll tell you why that song comes to my head. When I worked at Best Buy for three years, it was on repeat every. Uh, I want to say six minutes. Where does it start? That matter for a while now. No, it starts in your toes. Makes me twinkle my nose. People in high school because this came out my senior year of high school. People used to say that it was about a woman having an orgasm because you know how kids like to turn shit. Remember when Truff? I don't know if you if you remember this because you're not a Nicki fan, but um, Nicki released a song called Truffle Butter, and everyone started trying to make Truffle Butter something that it wasn't. When in reality, all that it was is like Truffle Butter is incredibly expensive. So they're yeah, yeah. all they're trying to say is like because the entire song is like flex them flexing how much money they have sure. essentially how much they've made, and Drake has a line where he's like um, talking fillets with the truffle butter, which yeah, is like about buying expensive things, right? And but people were like truffle butter. It's like when you take it out of the ass and like then put it into the into the vagina, and it like the that seems like a like a weird extrapolation. But I but it, that's it, the mind of a child. But it became a thing on like. But this we weren't children anymore. We were like twenty two when a, when yeah. when that was going. Well, I'm sure maybe like kids. Your I'm sure there was young developed. people. Right. So anyway, not that mine is at at thirty plus, but that's all right. Um, it's the spectrum. Sure. Right? Does that stop? You know what? I don't know. Let me not keep going because I might insult people. Let me stop there. But um, I want one of these days, I want you to stop being self-aware. And I'm going to that that at the episode where you have one instance of being unself-aware of what you're saying is going to be the greatest moment of my life. Here's the thing. I'm an incredibly self-aware person. I'm very secure in the fact that I know who I am. (laughs) And I also know. All of the things that I am not and all of the things that I'm trying to be. Wow. And in that, I find peace. Wow, that's but also chaos. <laughs> <laughs> Is this a podcast about Tumblr posts? Yes. Because that's what that sounds like. Um, side, side, we're going to sidetrack here. And why wouldn't we? Um, Jen, Jen and I are on the phone the other day. And we're, we're just chatting. We're, get, we're getting back to our old groove. I met Sony the other day, by the way. Oh. Had the time of my life. Hell yeah. We got we had a little friend hang out with Jen. It was new. Um, obviously because she's like a mother now. Right. So right. that was like it was a different dynamic, but it was cute to like watch like, I don't know, your best friend like interact with a child. Well, interact with their child. That's like be like be a mom. Yeah, that's I cool. thought that was cool. Um, but uh we were on the phone prior to this. And we're just talking. And usually when Jen and I like get on the phone, we're like what are you doing, you stupid whore? Or like mm-hmm. along those lines, you know? And I was sitting in my car, like finishing my lunch. And I was like, you know, I'm just like sitting in my car, like, I don't know, just like eating and like, I don't know, like being just like a cute Tumblr girl. And we just started laughing. And I was like, yeah, like I just like took a picture of like a, f- like a, f- like a gloomy forest. And I was like, yes. not all those who wander are lost. <laughs> and then Jen comes back at me because she's really good at this. And she was like, yeah, I have a, I actually have a tattoo appointment in two weeks to get that tattooed on my body. And I was like, perfect. And I'll get a tattoo that says not all that glitters is gold. Yes. Beautiful. Or just wonderlust. Just yeah. the word wonderlust. One, like under like a boob. Under, well, yeah, half of the word under each boob. Yes. Wonder oh, my lust. God. Wonderful. Yes. Wonderlust. Wonder and lust. Well, oh, my God, dude. Fuck. What? When Miley That's Cyrus, on her, like right above her rib, but like right under her bre- her little tiny breast, mm-hmm. um, she just breathe. Which, to be fair, it was like for a friend who had like cancers, like lung cancer or something and might have died. I'm not sure. But so good for you for like that remembrance of them. But also I'm like, breathe. Come on. 
because they can't breathe. So it's like, why are you mocking them? I'm not. Fucking Jesus Christ. Jesus fucking Christ. Because you're a fucking animal. Oh, my God. That's a little mockish, is it not? Breathe. But I can't. (laughs) 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 That's how I took it. If I get lung cancer all of a sudden and you decide to get a tattoo of breathe, I'm going to look at it and I'm going to be like, why the fuck wouldn't you get something else? To mock you, bitch. Right. Um, Which that would be fun. This in this situation, and I'm maybe not, you know what? Who am I to say that they didn't have? That I am uh, not a man who can uh, judge bad tattoos. As a haver of bad tattoos, I cannot judge. You had a penis on your chest for a while. Oh, it, it hasn't gone anywhere because they don't go away. What? But you got some stuff done to it, so it doesn't look. Like I had a penis. it fixed. It was it was very poorly done. It was a it was a uh, rash decision that I would have regretted if I didn't get it fixed. Right. The artwork is amazing. It just also have you gotten any more tattoos? No, I haven't. Not since. Uh, the guy on my this Hank Williams tattoo on my forearm that okay. was oh, that was like 2015 2016 though yikes yeah yeah I haven't been inspired yeah whatever it is and what also it is. I don't I I honestly don't need any more and they're fucking expensive they are very expensive. and I have to pay for I have to pay three thousand dollars a tooth these days so so I gotta yeah I gotta spend money on my tooth yikes Saru. yeah yeah fucking cocksucker uh, do insurance fraud okay I'm not I'm gonna st- I'm gonna not do that okay um, I don't know where the David Spade situation was going. I think I was just going to say Whatever. that I found David Spade hot in like eight simple rules and I wanted to fuck him then, but I don't know about now. Was, um, Kaylee Cuco the daughter on eight simple rules? Kaylee Cuoco? Yeah, 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 yeah. Have she you had watched, my atten- she had my attention on that. Have show. you watched the flight attendant on HBO Max? Um, who are you talking to? You. Me. Does that answer your question? I'm going to say no. Then. No. You have HBO Max. Yeah, I uh, don't use it for anything. I used it to watch Dune. Oh, for fuck's sake, Andrew. You're um, paying for it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Here's the thing. is I Actually, the only note I have written down for this week was that- Did you watch Euphoria? No, and that's why I wrote this down. Oh, fuck me. Um, this is literally my only note for the week, so it's funny that you brought this up. It's like a perfect subway. I don't think that I am meant to consume streaming media the way other people are meant to consume it. Um, Please explain. I sat down to watch Euphoria, and I was finishing a YouTube video, and I was like, after this video, I'm going to watch Euphoria. I'll throw in the first episode of the first season. And then I saw a thumbnail. Of course you did. And I was like, you know what? That looks pretty good. It's like 45 minutes long. I was like, I can watch that, and then I'll watch Euphoria. How are you watching 45-minute long YouTube I love, I'm a guy, I love long-form content. I'm a long-form content boy. An eight-episode, eight-hour? doesn't hit the same. That's what I'm saying. I don't think I'm made for that. What? Um, and what, what, what this show was, you would find so mind-numbingly boring. that you Of would course. It um, it's a channel called um, Bald and Bankrupt. It is an Englishman. He's in his, you might think he's hot. Um, he's in his late 30s, early 40s. And he travels to um, mostly small uh, post-Soviet Union villages and just talks to people and travels around, travels around lesser-known parts of Russia and, and the former Soviet republics. It's fascinating. I'm already bored. Fascinating. No. You don't wonder what life was, life was like under the under the Soviet no. Union for, people, for the average person? No. Okay. I want to watch bad people's lives on TV, and I want it to look beautiful. Here's the thing. You got to know this about me, and you already do, so I don't know how you don't apply it to these things. If I'm going to watch something, I have a weird fascination about I, I'm, a, I'm a curator. I have to curate my shit the way that I want it to. Like, if I'm going to watch a show, I need the show to be cute. I, 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 I won't watch something that I don't find, like, appealing in that way. And so it's like, if he was doing, like, some really cool aerial shots with, like, a drone and, like, some bomb no, music in the background. A lot of it is him um, talking to uh, drunk Russians on train rides. No. With a, with a, uh, talking about their experience in the Soviet Union. No. It's fucking fantastic. It's amazing. I, you know what I, resp- and here's the thing. I hey, here, res- here's the thing. So instead of watching Euphoria, yeah, I just overtrumped you with. I put my hand higher than yours. That means I was gonna talk. I can't go higher. I think I have longer arms than you. My, I don't have that long of arms. Your legs are very long. Um, they're not. I have I, short legs. I watched um, seven and a half hours of that. You could have finished all of Euphoria. I think I would have. I think I enjoy. I 
will have enjoyed this more. I'm still gonna. I'm gonna try to watch Euphoria. I'm not. I'm non-committal at this point. But uh, that channel goes back for like a few years. I got some content. Oh I gotta my watch. god! It's good. I'm frustrated, but I have to respect. I have to respect your love of whatever it is that you love because it's what makes you you. Thank you. So I have to respect that. I don't have to like it. So if anybody out there, and I look at our demographics, and it's maybe maybe one person out there. If there's one person out there, if you were uh, have ever been curious as to what um, an average person's life is uh, in the midst of the Soviet Union in mostly non-Russian republics, which is where it gets interesting, because those places were just forced to become part of the Soviet Union. A lot of them didn't have a choice, so they were living under a regime they didn't really want to live under. Um, mm. And what that experience was like from a human aspect, just just like having a neighbor who's been through some shit, uh, I find that fascinating. And the guy's also very entertaining. He's, he speaks Russian. He's very charismatic. He speaks very fluent Russian for an Englishman. Hmm. So people are very, uh, the locals are very enamored by him because English is spo- like, the, this is rural Russia, right? So these people envision what they have in their head of England is the queen and, and like um, um, the opposite of poverty, like wealth. Right. Wealth. He's, he's going to be wealthy. He's, he's, from, he's an Englishman. There's some um, regalia to that, some... Um, just a, f- a preformed conception of what it means to be an Englishman and watching him like communicate in their local language with him is very fascinating. I'll stop talking about it because I know people find my, what I'm interested in super boring. I just had to get into a comfy position. Like a, I'm, I'm Lizzie McGuire. I, for those of you that are uh, audio listeners, because we don't have, if I look horrible in that picture you and you post fantastic. it, I'll kill you. Because I know the kind of pictures that you like to post of, of me. Um, I have some on deck that... Um, if. I have one very specifically where you're in, um, you're in, you're in, you're not wearing it. What even is it? It almost looks like a, a cow print muumuu and you're asleep on the couch and you're asleep in the most insane position I've ever seen anybody asleep in. I'll fucking kill you. Just, I have, that was I the- am an insane sleeper and that is a thing that, uh, I worry about later on down the road, uh, when a potential partner comes into my life. Sure, sure, sure. Um, sure. because I I like to sleep the way that I like to sleep and I don't really care if other people enjoy it or not. For sure. I'm a, I take up as much of the bed as I want. Well, it's your bed. And I like to really spread out. Yeah. This picture's insane. Yeah. I just have it. I just have it just in case. Here's, here's what I would like to say to you. One, I'm going to talk about the flight attendant first. Go ahead. The flight attendant is one of the best shows that I have watched. And I know I say this a lot because I also said this about euphoria and I truly believe <laughs> it just popped up. Oh my God. It's a picture of uh, Why? In, a, in a mustard uh, safari hat. I'm going to call it. Eat just chowing, munching down on a hot dog. That's where hot dog Christ. science came from. Not from that picture. No, it was a, it was an older picture. Yeah. Isn't it? It was at Nick Starkey. It yes. wasn't at Nick's house. Actually. Yes, it was. It was. It was when him and Cameron lived together. Yes. Yeah. God, both of those men. Mm. Um, here I am revealing, (laughs) Uh, not cutting it. I know. I know you're not. Why would you? Um, the flight attendant is an incredible show because of what it explores. And I want a flight attendant. It's more than that. I'm, I'm joking. I know you took a, you took a stab in the dark and good for you because you were not your part. Right. But the psychological things that it explores, I think it did it really well, and I loved the show. It was a great fucking show. I finished it. I will say this. It causes some anxiety because of how it's filmed, and you are so wrapped up into the character that you start feeling anxious for the decisions that she's making. Okay. That means it's enrapturing. It's so fucking yeah. good in that way because I was like, I was like this watching it. Like my fucking fit. Like I had fists. Like the Arthur, like, like the Arthur fist. Yes. Yeah. Jen, Jen makes that joke a lot. Um, uh, but yes, it's, it was that thing of like, Oh my God, I just want to like get in there and help you. Like, yeah, because yeah, you're yeah, not yeah. making the right decisions here. Um, and I loved it. I loved every fucking minute of that show. I think you would really like it. I won't tell you any more about I'll it. I'll watch the trailer. It and was. I might watch it. It's a great fucking show. Now, moving I on. I, I would say I, was, I would watch it tonight, but tonight I'm watching Oliver Stone's JFK. I've fallen. I've followed down the JFK conspiracy rabbit hole. Oh, again. my God. Watch Euphoria. Fuck this bullshit. 
Um, <laughs> you were going to say? <laughs> I was waiting to see if you had anything to say back to that. But you did. Your eyes said it all. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> um, <laughs> you guys, if you're not watching Euphoria, listen. I watched it back in 2019. I've heard from some mutual friends that uh, they did not like it one bit. Tell me the mutual friends now. I will not reveal my sources. But I've heard that it sucks. What kind of mutual friends? Very, very close mutual friends. Give me a like that they have. I'm not going to. We're not going to reveal it. We're not going to reveal anything about these people. I've told you too much already. Do they live in this house? I can neither confirm nor deny. This is very frustrating to me. I know it is, and that's why I'll leave it at that. Oh, you son of a bitch. Um, let me say this. If you don't like Euphoria, you probably didn't understand it, and you're not very... Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry about it. Wow, dude. I know. People just can't not like things, huh? Um, no. Uh, if you didn't like it, it's because you're a stupid fucking idiot. You said it, not me. That's what you were implying. But, oh, of course. Um, listen. Euphoria is about high schoolers and and i will say this there are people out there that are like strong haters of it because they're like it can be a lot however in my opinion and talking to my brother and like the dealings of you know high school and some clients that are younger as well in that generation, a part of that generation, which this is filmed for. You have Zoomer clients? Of course. It's fucking bizarre to me for some reason. I don't know why. I, never, I guess I never, I, I pictured your demographic as um, wealthy um, businesswoman from Eagle as 90% of your clients. Do you not think that they have teenage daughters that uh, need fair lashes? Fair point, fair point, fair point. Yeah. The girls aren't paying for their lashes. Their Good parents point. are. Good Please. point. Good point. Um, their fathers are. Um, <laughs> you know what? That's that's the truth in my clientele. I'm not. There's no stereotypes here. I'm just saying that is I'm the truth in my clientele. Lady. So, um, that specific clientele in this. Anyway, moving past that. Um, it's a very real portrait of like what kids in high school are going through, and it's the same thing as like when people, I understand why some people don't like Mean Girls, and it's totally fine not to like Mean Girls. Is it a fucking brilliantly written, hilarious fucking movie? Absolutely. Do I think everyone needs to like Mean Girls? Of course. Do I think everyone does? No. And some people, that is just not their type of content, and that makes sense. The reason why I'm telling you that you will like it is because of the way this Sam Levinson, who created the show, well, recreated it because it was an Israeli TV show that he then brought to the U.S. and obviously changed everything up. Okay. Um, it deals with trauma in really good ways. Like it just, it's, you're watching people continuously make really bad decisions and you want to help them but you can't and it's almost like you kind of have to let them make these mistakes. However, we're living in a world that is much different than you and I grew up in in that time. For sure, yeah. We didn't have social media. We couldn't send. Well, no, I'm we sure. had MySpace. Please. I, uh, is that not a social media platform? I mean, it was a social media platform, but it wasn't it wasn't what Snapchat. social media has become. Yeah, right. I understand. Um there's no to say like, it was unexistent is, is a farce. Right. It, I guess social media was ex- existed, but it was like if you wanted to like get like a little racy on social media, you had to go to Tumblr. Like that was our like racy social media. We got spicy on, on MySpace, but that's because we were edgy teenagers. Oh, I didn't get spicy on there. The worst thing was like you were like mad at a friend and you dropped them to like number four instead of number one or two on your top eight friends or whatever the fuck when it was. When I was mad at my girlfriend, dude, number two dropped immediately there guess what joshy boy's number one now still is to this day in my heart oh josh i'm gonna take over that spot you watch he's got 10 years on you dude think about that me but and I josh have been friends before 9-11 happened 9-11 and don't isn't that something you want to forget i would love to forget <laughs> it never forget man um 
That was a bad joke. That was um, I liked it. Thanks. Um, the things that they're having to deal with are just very interesting, in my opinion. Okay. The drugs that they're now dealing with, because the worst thing that people were doing, like, back in the day was, like, oh, my God, I'm going to, like, I don't know, smoke a little weed. And, like, apparently... Uh, I don't weed- know. I had a bunch of friends who were um, into triple C a lot. Like, chorus seed. Taking a lot of chorus seed. And- oh, like a lot of chorus seed. There I was a know. dude. There was a dude I was really close friends with who was taking like fifty chorus seed in a day, which is fucking batshit crazy. Um, I don't know if we people at, at my school or the people that I knew uh, from the I also, neighboring schools. Were, I was also but. friends with people um, who embrace counterculture. You know what I mean? I was okay. Very punk heavy. Very very metally. It was it was very uh, it was very. Not of the standard. It was counterculture. Okay, sure. Yes, but Um, uh, me and Josh had a friend who, at um, fourteen, was dealing like dealing meth. Oh, I mean, of course. But we also had those crazy meth commercials that I loved. I fucking loved those commercials. I love the anti-drug commercials. You know what? The anti-tobacco commercials should make it seem like you're crazy, because the anti-drug commercials are fucking awesome. The anti-tobacco commercial is just like, shut the fuck up, dude. You're yeah. not going to tell me to not smoke. It's like, do you... Don't drop it, the vape. It's it's the guy, and he's like all of a sudden outside of the party alone. And I'm like, guess where? Guess what I have never been outside of a party? A fucking oh, alone. No, you know who else comes out there? The people Everyone. who want... Yeah. They want to fucking get out of the hot, hot, hot house yes. they've been in for fucking an hour and a half. Oh my God, I hate the smell of cigarettes. Fuck you. It's been around forever. I know that it fucking sucks smelling like that. I'm clear. I'm. I'm, I'm also a very respectful smoker, so I'll go as far away from people as possible. Because I, I will know also people don't like find the, the air, and you, you have to find out where the air is going and stand, it blows away yeah, from you. Stand so that people that the smoke goes downwind. Easy. Right. Ooh, you know what? I might watch an episode of Euphoria tonight because I would. I'm looking at the runtime of JFK. I didn't realize it was three and a half hours, and oh. I do not have the time for that tonight. You said you love you said you love long movies. Uh, I said I love long form content. I didn't say I love long movies. Hmm. Crazy. Um, l- let me say this: Euphoria is great, and as someone who watches a lot of TV, a lot of TV, various different types, except for the Russian people. Going to other countries. Well, he's an Englishman who goes to Russia. Except for Englishmen going to Russia. I, I haven't watched that. I don't care to, but I respect that you do. As someone who watches a lot of drama, comedy, horror, thriller, psychology, psychological type of shows, Euphoria is one of the best, in my opinion. Okay. From everything I've watched. I'll try to watch it. And that I know. That doesn't mean that I will. That's all I'm saying. Right. And I know that. It's hype heavy right now, and I get it, and I get why it's hype heavy, especially because Gen Z has fully embraced it because it's a fucking portrait of, well, of what a lot are, of them are I going. Think, I think more more so than anything, the memes are funny. The memes are incredible. It's great. It's a great fucking show. We're so rehashing if you're not, last week's episode. Yeah. Now at this if, point. You, if you're not watching it, please go watch Euphoria. Now, let me tell you about another show that I started this week. Actually, Yellow Jackets. I started it two days ago. No, but I've heard great things about um, Yellow Jackets. Um, I'm trying and to th- Station Eleven. I heard, I'm just I, trying to think of what else I've heard people talking about, to be honest, okay. because I don't watch anything. Well, the series premiere of Servant was today. For you guys, it's Monday, so it was two days ago. Servant is a wonderful, wonderful psychological thriller. I think they call it a psychological horror. It's psychological thriller. Okay. There's no horror element to it yet. I don't. I'm, in, I'm on season two. I'm episode four of season two. Let me tell you about Servant. This fucking show fucking got me because I saw a commercial on one of the YouTube videos that I was watching, and season three premieres to it premiered today. What is that like? I've never had a YouTube ad. It's so weird to me. <sighs> I'm gonna kill you. Um. So I watched the ad, and I'm like, I have been wanting to start this. It's on my list. So I was like, you know what? I'm making chicken and dumplings tonight. And I'm just kind of hanging out. I'm going to just start it. I fucking burned through the first season that night. 30 minute episodes. Fucking great. I love that. I love a show that I can get through in five hours because 10 episodes. It was so good. And now I'm four episodes into season two. 
because I yesterday I had some stuff. I had other other show. I I've been keeping up on and just like that, and it's not a good show, but I have to watch it. The memes are the best part of it, and I yeah, have yeah. to be I have to be aware. I have to be in the zeitgeist yep. of that. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, I have yeah, to keep I going. I, I have to keep going. Push through and pr- and pr- persevere. What the e- fuck am I even trying to say? Yeah. Uh, keep calm and carry on. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Always strive and prosper. Do you remember the the a- Chav a- movement? Or yeah, Chive? We've, we've actually talked about that on this podcast before. Have we really? Yeah. Oh my god! It was god. a very strange chivers. Time. Yeah, chivers. Oh, I went to a meetup. Do you remember that? It was me and Megan yes. with her sister and her her brother in law and their friend. That's very. It was that was a very strange thing. It was in. It was we. It was. It was guys who were nice who like wanted to be nice. They also loved boobs, though. It was like a very strange like amalgamation of like f- almost like like distilled fret culture in a way. You know like what I mean? like no um no not halfling what is that called uh ho- not hoarding either what is it called when you like fr- like frat guys like they they do that thing hazing no hazing, hazing. yeah okay. chiving with just frat fraternities without hazing yeah 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 and I'm like what is this weird circle jerk that we're doing it was doing? also fraternities without hoarding I don't get it because you just said you I'm just I was making fun of you for oh, okay, saying yeah. the word hoarding instead of hazing yeah I couldn't think of the word I knew it started with an H you got it. Thank you. Um, uh, what a weird movement. Anyway, let's not spend too much time on Chivers. I think everyone has gotten over that. Um, I don't know where I was at. Servant is great. Okay. Go watch Servant. You know I what? know Andrew Andrew might not watch it because it's on Apple TV and I get it. Oh, what did you... Th- you texted me about it, didn't you? And then you, yeah. I asked you what... I literally said, what is it streaming on? You said Apple TV. I said, then I will literally never watch it. Yeah. There's there's great TV. I know it sucks to have to get everything, but if you have uh, an iPhone or whatever, and you just recently got it, I think they give you a free year with it. Wow, cool, good. A free year of a, Apple a TV. A service that I'll never use. Why would you never use it? It has great shows. I Ted pay Lasso. for HBO Max and I never use it. That's true. You know what you, I mean? You you are the you're the you're the person uh, that doesn't need streaming services because you won't actually use them. Yeah, and I. <clears throat> Excuse me. I only keep them because of of the FOMO. I think that's the only reason I keep them around. I could probably save fifty dollars a month. Yeah, you have that's a cable bill. Yeah. No, cable is more expensive. But. Way more expensive. But I, I think I keep it just because, like, well, if I don't have it, then I won't be able to watch what everyone's talking about. But I don't watch what everyone's talking about anyway. Yeah. It's a weird. It's a weird my brain thing. It's a. Do you do you not want to watch? No, everything sounds great. That's the thing. Like, this sounds interesting. I want to watch it. But then I, I start watching something else. I think I find genuine human interaction and history more interesting than the fictional realities of, of television. Okay. Fictional realities is an that oxymoron. That makes sense. That's just what you choose to ex- escape into. Yeah. Yeah. I like learning about other people. See, I want... other people's experience. I want to escape the world. I get it. I And I escape the world... Uh, by learning about what happened to it and the people in it, and when I want- because in my and this is going to be very cliche and very hack, and and in most cases, truth is stranger than fiction, because these things actually. And I, I just threw up. I just I I prefaced it by saying it was going to be very cliche and yeah. hack, but it, it to me it's true. Yeah. Like the the last I'll just let me explain to you the last the last um, Baldin bankrupt video I watched last night. Okay. He um is going through. He's in the Ukraine, right? Um, and he's walking through the irradiated forest uh, near Chernobyl, where this 93-year-old grandma lives, this babushka, of course, as you would call him in Russian. Okay. And um, he, like, brings her food and shit, and she's, like, so gracious. And just watching their interaction, people who were never meant to meet each other, and having a shared experience like that is very fascinating to me. And then you hear what uh, her... She's 93. She lived through... Um, a lot of Russian and well, this is not Russia. It's Ukraine. Don't let, don't let the Russian propaganda fool you because that's a thing right now. Um, it's just insane to me. I don't know. This 93 year old lady, like he like gives her like some, some like salami and some vodka and, uh, some other stuff. And then she gives him like 36 eggs. She's like, no, you have to take this. I need to feed you. Like it's like, and watching, I, I like, I like exploring different cultures and seeing the way people interact with each other. Because when you do that, you see that the baseline of humanity is, is friendly because we're, even though we're tribal, we always want to welcome people in who, who can help us with things or, or have a different experience who could teach us things because the human experience is mostly a mimetic one as opposed to a genetic one. The genetic 
your genetics uh, more affect your health and, and your mindset and, and everything about your physical body. But um, the human experience right now, especially, is really through memetics, which is taught through uh, social interaction. That's what memetics is. Um, and I find that particularly fascinating is, is how we evolved and how nothing's really changed at a baseline of humanity. But um, the worst of us is brought out through the Internet. And it's those kind of things that I like to explore. Okay. You're trying to find the good in people. Uh, yeah, I, I, you don't see it. And that's the other, you don't see a lot of it I'll on spit. my, that's okay. Just on my, on my pillow that I sleep on. It's okay. Um, but like, you don't, you don't see a lot of, a lot of positive human interaction. Um, if, if you're watching the news first, which I don't watch, but no, um, or even like social media is a fucking, uh, hellhole, um, cesspit of fucking mostly negativity. And then false positivity and then uh, false garnership of positivity for profit. And See, uh, you would love the newest episode, the episode that aired on Euphoria e- last week. Because everything they touched everything on it. seems grim through those lenses, which we have turned to consuming in. But when you get down to the baseline of humanity, it's about being nice to people because you're, we're tribal beings. We're very we're social beings for a reason. It helped keep us alive for um, how I don't. 2,000 years, according to the Bible. We'll just go with that. It's right. obviously a lot longer than that, but I want to say 80,000. I don't want to have to do an Andrew's apologies on how long humans have been around. There's also been eight species of humans, and there was a time where three or four of us were alive at the same time, and time gets messy there. But uh, it's a time warp. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, that's what I like. I like to watch genuine human interaction and uh, see people from different places come together um, and just genuinely be nice to each other or share. Then you should start watching or, The Housewives or share an experience. You know what I mean? Share like a genuine like I know this area has been through trauma. What what was that like for you specifically? Like it, it's like the um, the obscure dictionaries. uh the obscure dictionary has the word called Sonder in it, which is um, wondering about the life of a single individual you will never see again. Like someone, like if you're driving down the highway, you see a passing car, you get a glimpse of a person's face. It's like, I wonder where that person's going. I wonder if that person's going to make it home today. I wonder if that person has crippling debt. I wonder if that person lost a parent very young. It's things like that. And it's just a flash of these kind of thoughts. When you get the recognition of a human face you've never seen before. But it's also the recognition that every human being is living a very specific existence specific to them. And human experience, though it is a collective human experience, is also a very individualistic experience because you're going through things at the same time everyone else is going through. But uh, those the things that are happening to you are very specific to you. And I like to, I get lost in that a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah. See, I would like to watch that HBO show. I wrote a I wrote a song called Sonder about five years ago. You could find it on SoundCloud if you can find it. Perfect. It's pretty good. It's what I'm proud of. Um, see, that sounds like a good show, but I want the fiction version with a high budget um, for for to make it beautiful for sure. And I'll watch it on HBO but or I, Netflix. Whoever sure. whoever wants to buy Andrew's Sonder show. But I, I go through that whole diatribe just to say that that's what I that's that's what I find interesting about it. And I understand that's yeah. totally a me thing. If you're not into that, you don't have to be. And that's just fine. Yeah. Um. I mean, it sounds it sounds the way that you explain it sounds beautiful. Oh, thank you. I didn't mean it to be like prosy or anything. It's just um, the way I think about things. I, I don't. My mind doesn't let me get sucked into it enough. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Well, I, I also spent, why. like, my early 20s. I was a big uh, collective consciousness guy and things like that where yeah, um, I did all of the things that a person taking, um, like, hallucin, like, all of the thoughts that a person who has taken a lot of hallucinogens would, would have, but without taking the hallucinogens. You know what I mean? Oh, Very quad- How much more fun would you in have? In my early 20s. Well, I, I'm a, I would love to. I'm afraid it would break my brain. Um, I mean, you like, let's get you in therapy first. Let's get you through a couple therapy yeah, I think sessions. Would, I think it would definitely break my brain. And I'm, I'm honestly really afraid of experiencing ego death. Um, why? Uh, it's, it seems scary. I don't know. I don't why? Know. I think that change I, for sure. But I also think that I think that right now, if you gave me a, a dose of psilocybin, it would break my brain in a, in a bad. Oh, of, yes. Yes. Yeah. You should. You should go to the ketamine clinic in Boise. Yeah, put me down a K-hole, baby. No, no, no. Just no, no, shut no. this brain down. No, 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 no. 
it because it's administered to you by these are actual doctors right, and nurses, right. and they're I think essentially they're mic they're helping you microdose every time that you go in, but one session is supposed to help anxiety and depression for a month. Where sure. obviously yeah, I don't like, want to be on ketamine though. Well, no, 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 no. But like, it's like one session. You're not on it. You're okay. you, you go in and do uh, one session. I'm also not. I don't want these things to uh, alleviate my. I want to explore what's beyond my um, my perception. That how do I say this? I want to explore what my mind's eye can see rather than what my eyes are seeing. Right? You know what I mean? Yeah, but you're you're opening this up. You're opening the brain up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With with those types of things. Yeah, but I, I'm afraid that I would have a very very bad time. Um, I, th- I I think it would leave what I'm and this might be just a, an anxiety um, it, yes. side effect. But it, uh, to me, if I took a tab of LSD, I have a feeling that I would be worse off than I am now just because of what you experience. And that to me is uh, why I don't. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I think that's the whole purpose of microdosing. Yeah, but I don't want. I want to have an experience. I don't want to have a. I'm not. I don't want to use it as a as a as medication at this point. I want to use it as a as a. Um, uh, what's the word? Oh my god! I can't believe I'm forgetting the word. A drug, recreational drug. I want to use it as a recreational drug. Oh, I'm not okay. looking for it to. I'm uh, not using it as. As well, if you do, it depends on your talk to it is medicine, bro. But I want to have a drug experience. Is what I'm saying. I want to be high. See, I want to use them for therapy. Sure, and I understand that. And there's a lot of research going into that right now that says that it, it's it can work very, very well. Yeah. I want to have the college kid experience of taking two tabs of acid and sitting outside under a tree. Oh, and being no. very, very high. I, you know what? I watch a lot of Euphoria. I'm gonna keep bringing it up. Um, and they do a lot of drugs on there. And all I want to do is be like, should I just throw this life away and just start doing drugs? Because it looks like a lot of fun. It does look like fun. It's but that world is too exhausting to me. That's dude. the thing. Is like I can't be like it's like would I be skinny? Probably. But and everything's that's shady and everything sucks. Like, but guys that deal, guys that guys that deal. Hold are you on, say guys that deal drugs are hot. Hold on. Oh my fucking god. Because I think they're hot at the beginning. Obviously, especially like if they if they stick to the rule of like don't get high off your own supply and like I mean if you're smoking weed whatever, but it's like once you start doing those recreational drugs that are harder. It starts getting a little crazy and you start drugs age you. That's the number one thing you got to know. And if you don't have the money to keep up on your Botox, your filler, you're not, do you have a good skincare routine and a body care routine? Don't do it. Drugs are bad for you. If you do, then do them, whatever. Live your life. You know what? Live your fucking life. However you want do all the drugs you want. Just know that if you don't want to look like death. Yeah, for sure. 20 years before your death. Don't do it. Maybe a little Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen ish. Yeah, you don't want to do that. They look like skeletons. You don't want to look so gaunt that it looks. You look just so much cocaine use. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that part of. Don't don't go down that pole. Which is why I'm like, yeah, the like early twenties, like mid mid twenties, late the in the twenties range, drug dealers hot because they're like. You know, they still have the energy to like probably go out and like work out and like look hot. And it's sure, like, sure, what, sure. what else are they doing? Just delivering drugs? I don't know. Whatever. I don't know what I don't know what drug dealers do. I know someone who was exactly that. Who was exactly that. And it's hot. I'm not going to mention who it was, but you you already think they're hot. So right. I think I know who you're talking yeah. about. Um, and I do. I think they're hot. And I I like a little like especially like like if it's like a white hoodie wearing. Oh yeah. Of like course. sweatpant wearing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like buzzed cut sneaker wearing like man you know what that outfit mm-hmm. Eminem I yeah I can picture it in my head yeah. Eminem Eminem in his early days but let's we gotta shrink those those pants down a little because those yeah, his pa- were a little those, on the baggy side they were a 5XL he was also a bucket hat aficionado for a while and I did love I still love bucket okay. hats as you know um big fan of that and uh loved them loved those men, those type, I still love those kind of men until they get la- later on in, in the years. And Things like, get rough, yeah. Yeah, no, 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 thank you. But yeah, I would love to, I want to experience psychedelics. For sure, me too. And I'm going to. And I know my therapist is not a fan of it. Um, but quite frankly, Come I don't on, care. Barry. Bring it around. Come on. Come on, man. Uh, I don't care. And even if they, if everyone, all my doctors tell me no, 
I'm probably still going to do it. Hell yeah, brother. Yeah. But I want to do it with like someone who guides me through it. For sure. You, you Or at least a good sitter. Like um, I would have Jess watch me because he's the most rational person I've ever met in my life. Um, I would want someone if he'd done it before. Yes. I would want someone who's been on it on that journey. Eh, I don't need that. I don't think. Oh, I just need a calming presence. Well, cause what if I start acting irrational, but it's like, and you just have someone there to calm you down. You just have a babysitter, someone you trust, someone you really trust. Right. But I think I would want someone to know the difference between like, this is a bad trip. What you're, what's going on is a bad trip. So we need to, we need to help you out here. Or it's like, oh, they're just kind of, they're going through it. So it's like, let's let I think you can understand that they're just through context clues, to be honest. I think the average, I think, well, I'm speaking of the person I would want to do it, but I think they would be able to navigate those waters fairly easily. I want, I want to do them so bad. Yeah, we'll get there one day. I want to open this third eye up. Open that third eye. Legalize it. Yes. So okay, yeah. With that, listener, this has been the tight end with Miguel. You can find me on Instagram at Ender One. You can find me on Instagram at Floral Savage. You can find us collectively on Instagram at the Tight End Podcast. You can reach out to us via email at the Tight End Pod at Gmail. Punto. Punto com. Until next week, listener. Das vidanya. Is that goodbye in Russian? It is. Okay, adios. <laughs> yeah, I'm, well, I'm not Russian. I just, I know the, I know the. I one. just heard of a lot of das vedan. How do you, how do you say uh, goodbye in other languages? Auf Wiedersehen. Oh, auf Wiedersehen. Oh, Heidi Klum. Oh. Now I'm thinking of Top Model and of Project Runway. Cute. There's been a lot of Top Model uh, TikToks. Okay, we could talk about that next week. I would give you a zero. But something about I, because I can't give you a zero, I'll give you a one. <laughs> Which is all Amazon reviews where people are fucking pissed yes, about yes, everything. Yes, yes. It's like if I could give the zero stars, I, I would. would. And I've it's had like that on a few of my products, and I find awesome. it to be hilarious. It's like, come on. All right, guys, all right, go read an guys. Amazon product. <laughs>